I was thinking about something today and decided to do a podcast on it, kind of off the cusp. So I'm on my way home from the gym and I am like, God, I'm so grateful that I go. And I was like, I don't understand how people don't do this. And then I was like, well, actually, I can because I've been that person. And I was like, where in my life could people have supported me in, in choosing to be healthy? And I know that might sound confusing. But what I mean by that is I wonder if there's an opportunity for us as leaders who are leading people to really look at the opportunity of creating conditions for our teams where they're more likely to choose their well-being. I am the first to say that I have low empathy sometimes for people who do not choose to be healthy and who do not make the hard choices because I think it's a personal responsibility and I get really frustrated sometimes by it. And I also, I truly don't believe that your employer is responsible for your well-being. Like full stop, I don't think that is the case as much as people are out saying that. However, I do know that businesses with teams who are well, who have high levels of happiness and health and well-being, perform better. That's just the reality. It's just like a sports team. Somebody who's healthy performs better. So it makes business sense for you to help your team be healthy. Do I think it's your responsibility? No. But do I think it makes good business sense? Yes. And so what I was thinking about today, I was like, okay, I go back to my time at Lululemon, and I'm sure the values have changed since I've been there. It's been over 10 years. But one of them was choose happiness. And that's resonated with me so much because behind that, the definition of what that was, we create the conditions for our employees and the communities we serve to be more likely to choose happiness. And I think that same can be said with well-being and with health within your organization is how can you set up the conditions within your organization, the way that you have relationships with your team, the way that they work together and the way that you show up for them so that they're more likely to choose. It's easier for them to choose the well-being. Because we live in a world where it's so easy to not choose it because it's stressful and we're running from place to place to place. Work stressful. Everything can create the conditions where it's challenging. So where could you make it a little bit easier for you, for your team in their day to choose well-being? And as I was thinking about that, I was like, okay, what are some of those things? If I'm a small business owner, where are the ways that I can help my team members make it easier for them to, to choose themselves, to bet on themselves, to be healthy. And you could Google this and you'll find the, the typical responses, right? Pay people a liv livable wage, allow people to take time off. Like all of those things are very true. But I think that's not super helpful for you when you're running the business day to day. Yes, if you provide compensation that is good for them and provides them with a life, Yes, provide them with paid time off. Yes, provide them benefits. I feel as though those are like, no duh, right? Like you're probably doing that. And even with those things, your team might be feeling like they're not able to choose well-being. So what I think is actually a little bit more simple, you have to go first. As the boss, as the CEO, 
you need to find the time so that you are doing the things that help you be healthy and help you with your well-being. That might be hiring out stuff so that you're not working as much. That might be setting boundaries of, of when you work and when you don't. That might be setting up systems in your business so that things don't slip through the cracks so that you don't have to be double-checking everything. Those things help you free up the headspace and the time so that you can go to the gym, so that you can cook your own food, so that you can eat healthy, so that you can spend time with your families. Like all of that stuff is so important. And you might think that you being the the busy one for the team, you taking the brunt of it for your team, you being the martyr in your business is helping them, but it's not because they're watching what you do. No matter how much you try to shield it, they're watching. So you need to go first and you need to decide that I'm going to take care of myself and then make it obvious to the team that you are. So an example of this might be, maybe you've decided you are going to take a 30-minute walk on lunch. Put it on your calendar. And if a team member calls you about something or email slacks you about something, say, hey, I'm going to get to this after I get back from my walk. I got to go take a walk. And what that says to them is, whoa, my boss is valuing this and they're going for a walk in the middle of the workday. So can I, right? And I think that we forget that they see what we do, not what we say. And as much as I would like to say, oh, just tell them and they'll take responsibility for it themselves, they won't all the time. And so you have to be the example. And so doing that, I think, is the most important way that you can help contribute to them choosing their well-being. You can also do things like challenges together, sign up for a race together. I've also talked about paying for gym memberships, paying for, you know, a healthy food service. Like there's those things that you can do which definitely make an impact. But I actually don't think they're as impactful as like you going first and you doing it and you showing them they can. And when you see that somebody's calendar is so so stacked back to back to back to back to back, be like, hey, I noticed that you are on back-to-back meetings for eight hours a day. What can we do to free up time so that you don't have this many meetings or so that you have time to go to the gym or so that you have time to make your lunch? so that you can clock out at a reasonable time for your family. Pay attention to those things and start those conversations. Those are simple but challenging things that you can do. And I say challenging because it's challenging to remember. It's challenging to think about those things. It's easy to get so caught up in the work that you have to do and feel like it's just another thing you have to do and it's stressful. But those simple things will make such an impact. Because again, when you have a, a team that's well-being and is healthy and all of those things, you're going to perform better. You want them to sleep. You want them to do all of those things. So I have no idea if this even is making sense, but it was just some thoughts I had as I was driving home from the gym. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop on and record this really quick because it's top of mind to me. And I'm hoping that Some of you find it valuable and a good little reminder that your job, if you want, I highly recommend that you choose that you want to because you love your team and you care about people. 
set up the conditions so that they're more likely to choose their health, their well-being, and their happiness, it's not your job to make sure that they do. It's your job to set up an environment where it's easier for them to make the choice. Don't make an environment that makes it harder for them. Life is already hard. So where can you make it a little bit easier for them? And that doesn't have to be monetary. It can literally just be intention, conversations, and paying attention. All right, folks, that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope that you found our discussion valuable and insightful and you are inspired to go out and be a good boss. Just wanted to take a second to remind you that staying compliant with all HR and legal stuff is crucial for your business's success. And if you're wondering about your HR compliance or want to make sure that you're implementing some best practices, I got something for you. If you go over to my company's website, peopleprinciples.co, there is a free compliance and best practices checklist waiting for you. It's right on the homepage. And it's like having a mini HR audit at your fingertips. It's literally what we do with our clients when we start working with them. So go ahead and check it out. You won't regret it. You're going to learn a lot of stuff about what you can do better and what you can fix and what you can start to implement. So head over there and get your checklist. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.